Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Barbecue and Curry. My name is Ty, and today we're going to jump right into NFL Week 8. Before we do, we have a surprise guest with us. As always, Logan, well, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up? Good to be back. This is a two-person show today, as you guys usually expect, but Eugene here is not available for this week's episode. He's got some other matters to take care of, and Logan is taking his place for this week. Before we jump into week eight, let's take a look back at week seven and how we all did. Um, Eugene and I, for the first time all year, are be- went below 50% for the week. Eugene went six for 14, and as did I, meaning we went 12 for 28. Now, the best bets in the ass whoopings. Last week, we all got our best bets wrong. I got uh, week six. Week seven, we all got our best bets right. I hit Titans minus two. Eugene hit Jets plus three. Logan hit Chiefs minus three. But unfortunately, this week, we all got our ass whoopings of the week wrong. I had the Chargers who lost outright. Eugene had the Bucks who lost outright. And Logan had the Patriots who lost to the Bears outright. Yeah, it was it, it was a rough week for all of us. So we all put $10 on the end of the kitty, meaning now the kitty tally is Eugene, $40. Ty, $15. Logan, $75, <laughs> bringing the kitty tally to 130 That's a lot of money for me. That is, you've contributed for more than over 50% of this ta- <laughs> of this kitty money. Now, the winner of the best bet competition wins the money in the kitty. The, those standings are as follows. I am in the lead with six out of seven. Eugene and Logan are tied with three out of seven. Again, you can always catch up. But we are almost halfway through now of the of the season. So you guys best you guys gotta step on it. Now, NFL week eight. Let's jump right into it. Before we do though, there's a bye week for the Chiefs and Chargers. Uh to uh, AFC West teams. Is that yeah. right? All right. Uh Logan. Uh Thursday night football, Ravens at Bucks. The Buccaneers are one and a half point dogs at home. Take it away. We got Lamar versus Tom Brady. Man, Tom Brady's getting old. Ravens are coming off a easy, close win against the Browns. Give me, give me the Ravens. The Ravens, I don't mind that. But here's the thing: I feel, the Ravens, I feel like just try to give games away. Like they always go in a halftime. They gave, up. The, they gave the game away against Buffalo. They almost gave it a give it a away against us. They they almost lost the Browns. Like they only beat them by three. Like they, I think there's a weird stat. Like they've trailed throughout the whole year for the shortest amount of time. Like it's only been for like twelve minutes in the whole season where they've trailed. Like it's it's a ridiculous stat. The Buccaneers, man. Listen, the the Buccaneers and Packers made last week's headlines with how bad they played. I think those two teams are on two opposite ends of the spectrum, in my opinion. I think the I think the Packers are in serious trouble. I think the Buccaneers are just sleepwalking because they understand and, how bad that division is. In that is. division, Bucks can win that division. Exactly. They, they, they're like, we can play bad and just still win our division. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's possible they're sleepwalking. Now, there's certain things that need to be addressed, like how like the offense isn't clicking. And, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to be the guy who goes after a black head coach when Eugene's not on the show, <laughs> but something's got to give. You got to, in my opinion, you got to bring Bruce Arians back onto that bench. On that sideline, because that offense is not looking the same since he's been gone. Maybe Top Bowls isn't cut out to be a head coach. 
He's a phenomenal defensive coordinator. He's a phenomenal defensive coordinator. Maybe he's not cut, cut out to be a head coach. I I don't know. Uh, but I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers though on a bounce back. I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers on a bounce back. Logan, before you move on, anything, anything you gotta say? Uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm good with the Ravens. I like the Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson is in the Bucks or the Ravens would be better than the Bucks. There we go. All right, moving on to a London game uh, this Sunday. The Broncos at well, it's, it's at Jacksonville because it's a Jacksonville home game, but they're at London. It's the Broncos versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville are three-point favorites. Um, I'll start this one off. For me, this one's fairly easy. I'm just, <laughs> I keep taking them, and they keep biting me in the ass, both these teams. I keep betting the Jags. They keep fucking me over. I keep betting the Broncos. They keep fucking me over. I don't know what, what they're going to do, but I do know I will bet the under for this game. It's 39 and a half, I believe. Last time I checked, it was 39. I'm betting the under. In this situation, I think I'll just take the points and go with the Broncos. You give me a field goal to play with. I, I don't think I have I'll actually put any actual money on either side here, but I'll take the Broncos just to cover and give them the field goal. What about you, Logan? Uh I call them actually the London Jaguars, because when they go to London, they actually play good. You you are right about that. You are that is correct. Give me the Jaguars at minus three. That's fair. Give me your boy, Sunshine. Sunshine, man. Listen, Trevor Lawrence, I love that dude. I I thought of it as well, but this team is fairly new. It's a fresh team, so they don't, they're not used to going to London and across the pond and playing. Like, if this was like your old school Blake Bortles Jags that sucked in America but was, was like excellent in London, I would be with, with the Jags as well. But this is a fresh bunch. They're not used to going across the pond, which is why I'm going with the Broncos. Now you have... Your, your afternoon slate of games, the, the noon slate, starting off with the Steelers at the Eagles. Eagles are 10.5-point favorites at home. Take it away. Oh, man. Give me give me the Eagles. 6-0. and oh, Best team in Philly. Let, let's give it up. I know it's baseball, but let's give it up for the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. Absolutely. Absolutely. But give me the Eagles at 10.5. They're going to show why they're the best team. And Steelers, uh, Kenny Pickett starting. I think this is just trying to figure out if Kenny Pickett going to be the guy in the future. Uh, this is an interstate battle, right? Both teams from Pennsylvania. It's close. Ten and a half just feels like a lot, doesn't it? Like it does. ten and a half is like it feels like a lot. And listen, you can tell me the Steelers win this. Like the Eagles win this twenty-eight to three, and I'll be like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I would not be shocked one bit. But you could also tell me that they win it twenty-eight to eighteen. Or 24 to 14. And I'm like, that sounds correct too. And if they win it 24 to 14, the Steelers cover. Um, the move for this game is we know the Eagles are going to start off hot. They always do. Wait till the first half's over where the Steelers are down by 14 and then go bet that spread with Steelers fucking plus, plus 18 and a half or whatever. Just go bet that because the Eagles are not a good second half team. They do all their work in the first half specifically in the second quarter. So that's what I would do. I would just wait for that live opportunity, wait till that first half's over, that, that spread gets bigger, go put some money on the Steelers. Uh, as for the show, I'm gonna, I'll am i take the Steelers. I'll take plus 10.5. I just feel like there's good value there. Eagles w- w- win by 10 and Steelers somehow cover. I'll take that. Steelers plus 10.5 is my pick. And again, I didn't mention for the previous games, Eugene picked the Ravens, the Jags, and he picked the Eagles for this game as well. Moving on to Dolphins at the Lions. Lions are three-point dogs at home. 
you know, I'll start this one. Lions are three-point dogs at home after getting their ass handed to them last week by the Cowboys. And if you if you just look at the score line, you would say they got their ass handed to them. Because it was, it was, what, 24 to 6 or something yeah. along, along those lines? But it was competitive in the first half. It was competitive until like five, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Oh, it was like 7 6. It's that coach. And, Dan Campbell. And then all of a sudden, the Cowboys just ran riot. Just ran riot. I didn't like what I saw from the Dolphins versus the Steelers. Me neither. I did, especially in the second half. That's the thing. I didn't like what I saw. I, I, Oh man, this is, this is a very close. This is one of the hardest games for me uh, to pick. I'll take the home dog. I don't feel good about. It. I'll take the Lions at home with the with the points. The uh, it's a, it's a very close one. I don't know which way to go. If the Dolphins won won by a touchdown, I would not be shocked. But I think this is the kind of game that comes down to the last possession. Whoever has the ball last will win. Uh, give me the Lions plus three. I like the Dolphins. I think they start off hot and then. It'll be close, but I think Dolphins pull away. That's fair. That's fair. I can see. I can see that route as well. But they would have to give Raheem Mostert a lot of work, in my opinion. Stop bringing Chase Edmonds onto the field. Stop. Stop letting that man run the ball. Let Raheem Mostert just run downhill on you. What is going on? But it's moving on uh, to a game that I've already bet on, by the way. Cardinals at Vikings. Vikings are three and a half point favorites at home. Before I start my analysis, Logan, please go ahead. Ooh, Cardinals, Vikings, Cardinals coming off a great win against the Saints. DeAndre Hopkins is back. You got Vikings with Kirk Cousins. Watch this game. You're going to see probably two of the best receivers, top 10, with Hopkins and Justin Jefferson. But I like the Vikings in this one. It's not a primetime game, so Kirk Cousins should show out, but I like the Vikings at home. I would go as far as saying top five, Logan. Top five. Jay Jettas and D Hop, in my opinion, are both top five. And here's the thing: I went, I went with the Cardinals. They're just these are two teams that just like playing close games. Like you can tell me the Cardinals win, you can tell me the Vikings win, but you can't tell me either of them win by more than more than a field goal. That's why I'll take Cardinals plus three and a half. Now I'm a, I'm a little scared because it's Vikings off a bye at home as well. However, these they just play close games. And this this it reeks. It fucking reeks of a Cardinals backdoor cover. They're down by 10. They go get a touchdown. Try the onside kick, fail. Vikings win by three points. It just reeks of a of a Cardinals backdoor cover. So give me the Cardinals here. I, I do like the like and I'm and I I've already bet on that. I've I've already bet Cardinals plus three and a half. So I, I really like this one. Now, Panthers at Falcons. Falcons are four and a half point favorites at home. Probably my favorite bet of the week. Either my favorite or my second favorite. It's up there. So this will pop up, pop up in the show later for me. Um, Falcons minus four and a half, dude. I want all of that. I want all of it. Oh, I'm agreeing with you. I want yeah, the Falcons it, too. Panthers just, had, just got the biggest win of the season. Yeah. They just beat a divisional rival in the Bucks. They're on that high. While at the same time, Falcons just got embarrassed by my Bengals. They're keen on that bounce back. This game can't come fast enough. Falcons by 14. I love the Falcons here. Love them. Absolutely love them. What about you? I love them too. Falcons, shit, 14, 17. I think, I don't know who's starting for the Panthers. I, it's probably PJ Walker. PJ Walker. PJ Walker. Uh, I like the Falcons. Marcus Mariota showing out. 
he is. I think he will as well. And if uh, for certain future betters, if you like betting the future futures market, like divisional winners and whatnot, if you are not a believer in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bet on the Falcons. Listen, I would, but the odds. And if you're if you're somewhat iffy on the Carolina Panthers, that's a bet you should make. Because for as bad as the Panthers have been, and for as good as as the Bucks have been, they're only two games behind. And, and and the Panthers are. I think you can find them at at, a, at about twenty two to one to win the division. Do I think it'll happen? No, I don't. Because again, it's twenty two to one, so it probably won't. But and they just traded Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. But if you're low on, on the Buccaneers, if you're not high, the same way I am on the Buccaneers, Panthers at twenty two to one might not be the worst bet. Um. But yes, that being said, let's move on. The Raiders at the Saints. Saints are two-point dogs at home. Um, Logan, take it away. Oh, man. Andy Dalton and the Saints, they they didn't look half that bad against the Cardinals, but they still, you know, two picks, and the Raiders blew out the Texans. You know what? I'm a Chiefs guy. I'm the AFC West. You know, I like the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. Fair. Um, I think Andy Dalton's been spending too much time with Jameis Winston. It rubbed off on him. My man threw four picks and three interceptions. And he it's a, it's a four touchdowns and three interceptions. And two back-to-back picks, too. Two back-to-back pick sixes. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, that is right out of the Jameis Winston playbook. <laughs> that is right out of the Jameis Winston playbook. Um, that being said, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, though. Uh, I, I generally like Saints as the home dog. Like, I generally lean that way. I just think the Raiders have a little too much firepower. And... The Saints again, they play a lot of press man coverage. When you're going up against Devontae Adams and you're playing press man coverage, oh, that's tough. <laughs> I listen, Marshawn Lattimore, absolute beast. But, but this is Devontae motherfucking Adams we're talking about. Uh, g- again, give me the Raiders. Raiders by field goal, probably maybe a little bit more. Not quite sure on that. All right, moving on. Patriots at the Jets. Jets are one and a half point dogs at home. This could be like my most sucker bet of the week. I think Patriots win. And I think Patriots win comfortably. I think Brees Hall being out. I because yeah. this because if you watch the Jets, like two percent of the population in America does, you understand Brees Hall is almost the entire offense. It's like Saquon and the Giants. Yeah. Like that's almost the entire offense. And now there's no Brees. But Patriots got a quarterback controversy. Bailey Zappi should be starting, right? But they're going to start Mac Jones. Which, which is unacceptable. But they're going to start Zappi. <laughs> they, oh, I would start Zappi. I would start Bailey Zappi. Uh, but yeah, Brees Hall it was their entire offense. I just don't – I think the Patriots control the clock, time of possession, run, 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 and the occasional pass to Jacoby Myers. And I think they win, the, they win this quite comfortably, actually. What about you? I, 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 I'm going to agree with you now. I thought about the Jets. I really did. And when you said Brees Hall is out, I think the Patriots win this game. I think they win it by seven. But I think Bill Belichick gets them back to focus and goes, okay, exactly. we, we got to take care of it. It's a divisional game in New Jersey, back in Gotham. Yeah. And I think the Patriots might have overlooked the Bears. I know they probably didn't say it, but I think they might have looked over the Bears. Very possibly. So I think Bill Belichick comes in and goes, hey, this is our starting quarterback. We're rolling. 
And I think they make Matt Jones look semi-decent because he's going to throw the ball maybe 11 times the whole and game. And they got two-headed mon- monster running back. With Stevens and Damian Harris. Yeah. You're right. Again, I think they just run the ball down their throat. And without Brees Hall, I'm very interested to see how this offense looks and to see how Bill Belichick makes them look. And the judge just got James Robinson. I don't know how many snaps he'll get, but Listen, that's another guy. I like J- James a stud. But but thank God he got traded. Now Travis Etienne can get the full workload in Jacksonville. And I have a lot of exposure yeah. in my fancy leagues to Travis Etienne. So thank God for that. Now, Bears at Cowboys. Cowboys are nine-point favorites. My analysis for, analysis for this game is quite similar to the Falcons-Panthers game. Two bad teams coming off of the biggest win of their year. Bears against the Patriots, Panthers against the Bucks. And I think they're going to get stepped or stomped on. Give me the Cowboys. I think Cowboys run them. I don't like with that pass rush, with, with Micah Parsons chasing Justin Fields. Yeah, I like the Cowboys here a lot. What about you? Boy, I think the Cowboys win, but you, you know what? It's the NFL. There's always crazy things that happen. That in is the true. NFL. That is true. Like last week, we didn't know the Panthers were going to beat the Buccaneers. No one knew that. No one knew that. Cowboys win this game, but the Bears will cover. You think Cowboys? I, win? I think Cowboys win, but Bears cover. I think this is a closer game than what people think. Cowboys by touchdown, probably. You think? Yeah, Cowboys by touchdown. That's fair. I can see it. I can see it. I, I think that the Cowboys are are up by three. They go down, score a touchdown. Bears get the ball back. They go to try to score a touchdown, but they get to get a field goal, and then it's all over. So Cowboys by seven. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, moving on to the Sunday late slate. Which is the afternoon slate, right? Uh, we're starting off with the Titans at Texans. Texans two point dogs at home. I said the Falcons were my favorite best of the week, but maybe second. This is why it's a maybe second. The the Titans keep being undervalued in the NFL market. I actually placed a bet last weekend, like four days ago, sixty to one Titans win the Super Bowl. It was 60. You, They have almost an automatic route to the playoffs. They're going to win that division. Yeah, handily. And so you, you 60 to 1, win the division, that means an automatic home game. I'll take it. I'll, yeah, I'm, I'll, will it happen? Probably not, but the value was a little too good for me to pass yeah. up on it. Um, but, yeah, I think the Titans win this. Like, what do the Texans have to offer versus the Titans? A rookie running back. Damian Pierce. Damian, Damian Pierce is nice. But – that defense is for real. Yeah. Without their uh, sack leader from last season, Dame, uh, Derrick Henry getting starting to get going. Yeah. He's rolling. Yeah. Right, they, they're they're, they're feeding him the where, ball. Where he gets going. So give me. I like the Titans too. Same. I love the Titans. Dude. It's probably if it was if, if it wasn't for the Falcons game, this would be which would be, be my best bet. Yeah. But it's not. Now, Giants at Seahawks. Seahawks are three point favorites. At home, Logan, you go ahead. Who thought this game would be probably the game of the week? The game of the season? <laughs> We're talking about Seahawks probably getting the first pick in the draft and Giants and shit, maybe a top five pick in the draft. Yeah. But now we're talking about two six and one teams. Are, are the Seahawks six and one? No. Oh, no. I think Seattle's five and two. Yes, yes. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Giants are six and one, Seattle's five and two. Give me the Seahawks at home. The, the Giants, I, I don't know how to read them. Like, are they good? Are they bad? I mean, Saquon's good. Seahawks are four and three, but they are leading their division. Yeah, 
Yes. Um, listen, I'm with you. And I have to apologize. I have to make an, I have to put a public apology almost. I was super down on the Seattle Seahawks. I have money on them being the worst team in the NFL. That money is all is basically burnt. I'm not I'm not getting that money back. There's no chance in hell. Geno picks, as I call him, before the year started. Listen, man, he's he's playing great. He's playing he, I have to give credit where credit's due. He's playing great. Uh he's doing what's asked of him to win football games. And and from a quarterback who isn't exceptional, that is what you that's all that's all you can ask of. And as far as the Giants go, they're showing the Giants are a perfect example of what competent coaching can, yeah. can do for your team. And that coach should be considered coach of the year. I one hundred percent. Brian Dable is doing a phenomenal job over there with, with the Giants. Cause it's almost the exact same roster that they had last year. Yeah. And who the fuck was it last year? The head coach? I can't remember his name. Yeah, again, it's gonna bother me for it's gonna it's gonna bother me for a minute, but Brian Dilva comes in, and there's a new there's a, there's a new cook in the kitchen, yeah. and all of a sudden the food tastes a hell of a lot better. Like again, Brian Dilva's doing a phenomenal job uh, over in New York. Love everything he has going on. This is one of those games. Whoever whoever was the underdog, I would pick them because I just like having the points with yeah. the, with that team. The Giants happen to be the underdog here, so I'll just I'll pick the Giants. But but if it was Seahawks plus three instead of Giants, I would have gone with the Seahawks. I'm going Seattle with the three. Fair. I think playing at home, I give me Seattle with the three. That's fair. I don't I don't blame you for that. 49ers at Rams. This is the actual game of the week. Okay. Yeah. This okay. is the, this is the actual. I'm pretty sure CBS has this game. This is the CBS game. Uh, no, it's on Fox. Oh, it's on Fox. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Rams plus one and a half. Uh, another interstate game, right? Yeah. Niners generally have the Rams number yep. in the regular season. The Rams already won the first one. Or with that, that was the whole Trey Lance game. Trey Lance goes out. Jimmy G comes in. Wait a minute. I thought the Niners beat the Rams the first half. No, 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 no. They did not. They did not. I am I'm pretty confident I'll tell you that. Let me check real quick. It was a Monday night game. My God, you're right. They they, they destroyed him. Yeah, they destroyed him. And 49ers just got a new key to their offense. Oh, this was Jimmy G's second game. This is That's right. I was thinking. I was thinking of the Denver Broncos game. Yes, yes, yes. Give me the Niners. Give me yeah. the Niners. Yes, like the Niners regular season the, the killed the Niners with Christian McCaffrey. Ooh man. And this and now he has a whole week get acclimated with that playbook with his new teammates. Are they the second best team in the NFC behind Philly? Maybe not at this moment, Ken. But when the playoffs start, are they the second best team behind Philly? When the playoffs start, maybe. But now, I mean, this feels super weird to say, but isn't it the Vikings? If not the Vikings, oh, is, yeah, not. isn't it? Okay, I know the record doesn't show it. Is it not the Cowboys? With that defense and now Dak coming back, is it not the Cowboys? You know, talk to me after Thanksgiving and I'll see. I'll, I'll give you an answer. That's fair. Because I, I think the Cowboys, I, I, I don't think I'd ever say this, ever actually, but I think the Cowboys are being slept on. And no one ever sleeps on the Cowboys. But I think the Cowboys are being slept on personally. But, yes, give me the 49ers here. 49ers to an outright. This is also another game that I've already bet on, by the way. I've already bet on the 49ers uh, to beat the Rams in L.A. Now, Commanders at Colts. Colts are three-point favorites. And we knew this was coming. I called it. I Before the year started, I said Matt Ryan will not be good for this team. And I was right. 
Now he is no longer a starter. It is Sam Ellinger. And he's riding the bench. And he's not even riding the bench. He's QB3. QB2 is Nick Foles. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, he oh, got he wow. got demoted to QB3. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, QB1 is Sam Ellinger, kid from Texas. Got drafted last year. Um, I, Listen, I don't know much much about him, but kid's got swagger. <laughs> the kid has swagger. Um. Here's a wild thing, right? Last when I bet this game last Sunday, it was Commanders plus four, and I and, and I bet that, and that was Matt Ryan as quarterback. So you go from a, a grizzly vet like Matt Ryan to a kid making his first start, and and the corner Vegas, it's worth only one point, and I agree with him. That's how bad Matt Ryan was playing. <laughs> uh, but given the Commanders, I don't know how I don't go with the Colts here. Sam Ellinger probably he'll provide some spark. To this team that hasn't been with them for, for since well, since yeah. Matt Ryan was a QB. I mean, the only thing the Colts got is Jonathan Taylor, but I mean. And funny enough, the one positive about this Commanders team is they're good against the run. Yep. In a re- in a really weird turn of events, when you look back the la- last few years, this team, on the contrary, is quite good against and, the run. And Tyler Heineke can get the job done. Heineke, if the game, Heineke can't can't get you in a game. He can't. But if the game's close. And we're going down the stretch. Heineke might be able to win it for you right at the end. Okay. Just he's one of those guys. Get he's like a Jimmy G. Yeah. Get me there. Get me to the fourth quarter, ball in my hand. We need a draft to win this game and ice the game off. Seven times out of ten, I'll get it done for you. He's that kind of guy. He's like a Jimmy G. He's a good game manager who has that clutch gene. At least that's how I see him. Um, and give me the commanders. Um, again, if Sam Ellinger can throw a football ball, the Colts could win. Could destroy the commanders in, in all fairness, they really could. I just haven't seen it, I don't know it. I'm gonna go with uh, Tyler Heineken, the commanders with the points. Give me commanders plus three. Sunday night football Packers at Bills. Bills are 10 and a half point favorites at home. Logan, take it away. Best team in the NFL, best team in the AFC. Give me the Bills at 10 and a half. Packers haven't shown me nothing, yeah. And those receivers with Aaron Rodgers, he said, if they ain't good, don't play them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that was his exact words, but you know. The thing, the, the little video snippet of the of the lip read of him being like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> like in the middle of the field. I mean, that's what resonates. Um, yeah, I like the Bills at home off a of bye. Again, I don't like going with these big numbers. But, but like I said previously, if there's one team that I would trust, to cover these big numbers, it's, it's a Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills beat up, beat up on bad teams. And right now, in my eyes, the Green Bay Packers are a bad team. So, yeah, give me the Bills. I don't know how the Packers win this game. Now, you can prove me wrong. Aaron Rodgers is a bad, bad, bad man. And you can prove me wrong, and they could go out and maybe win this game. Two in, in one of every 50, 50 games. I think the Packers win a, at, a, at a 5% clip here. The Bills are the best team in the league. The Packers are in the bottom seven, probably. Uh, yeah, so give me the Bulls minus seven and a half. I like that a lot. I do like it a lot. Now, Monday Night Football, my boys. Bengals at Browns. Browns are three-point dogs at home. Logan, take it away. I, I'm going with your boys, the Bengals. The Bengals are back. Man, man. They are back. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Man, man. oh, man, what, oh, man. Joe Burrow had, what, 501 yards? March. They're back. Give me the Bengals. Man, it's, it's something ridiculous. And – this is what we forecasted, right? Like, yeah. 
again when they were zero two and you were you were giving me shit. I remember. I told you this is this is our, our whole lines preseason. Yeah. It'll take them time to gel. I'm not saying they're perfect right now, but you can't deny the fact that we've got better and better every week. And Joe Burrow is as Ice Joe, man. That's Joe yeah, Burrow. <laughs> like that's a bad dude. Like, and in any game, it could be football, it could be hopscotch, it could be fucking field hockey. You give me Joe Burrow with Jacoby Brissett, I'm taking Joe yeah, Burrow. Joe Burrow the sport is irrelevant. I'm taking Joe Burrow with Jacoby Brissett. Any sport, anytime, anywhere. <laughs> Give me Joe, man. Again, I like how, I like how my boys have, been, boys have been playing. So hopefully we can keep up. Hopefully we can. We are buys in two weeks. Hopefully we can get to the buy undefeated. This guy's about to put Joey. B yeah, in I, I almost typed in Burrow. He's yeah, about to put. He's about <laughs> to type in Joey B. That's how confident he is. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now, best bets. Uh, Eugene's was Cowboys minus nine, which was a shock to everyone at. And everyone, I mean, when I say that, Eugene's almost never picked the Cowboys on the show ever, I believe. This might be his first or second time. And the one time he does do it, the Cowboys are his best bet. Cowboys minus nine, Eugene's best bet. Eugene's ass-whooping of the week are the Bills. Logan, what are your best bets and ass-whooping uh, of the week? My best bet is the Dolphins minus three against the – who are they playing? Uh, the, the Lions. Yeah, Dolphins at minus three against the Lions. And then my ass-whooping – is let's go back to Philly with the Eagles beating the Steelers. That's fair. Now, again, I don't like copying – I don't like taking somebody else's pick. If I had my way, my ass-whooping of the week would also be the Bills like Eugene. Um, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go from ass-whooping of the week. I'm going to go Falcons. Okay. Yeah, I think Falcons – again. I'm surprised you didn't want to pick your boys as ass-whooping of the week. I don't pick the Bengals for anything. Okay. Because like, uh, okay. I have enough emotional investment. Oh, yeah. I don't need – I don't need there need to be any financial investment. <laughs> this is also, is, is that's that's how I feel about my team. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Now, as for my best bet, I'm going to go with the Titans minus two. Okay. I, I just think they're undervalued here. So, yeah, hopefully they cover and they get the job done for me. Uh, but, yeah, that will bring an end to this week's episode of Barbecue and Curry. I'm Ty. He's Logan. And we are out. Peace.